0: Joey Go is really hard to do, especially if you're a business owner, and especially if you're a impact-driven CEO. Whether you're an online expert, service provider, or uh, my guest today, a law firm owner, I'm I'm thrilled to introduce everybody to John. Uh, we've had the pleasure of working together over the past quarter or so, and not only is John just an amazing human being with an awesome business law firm that really serves the special needs community in ways that we'll dig into. But John has had so many awesome ah ahas and breakthroughs, especially around this topic of, of letting go and hiring VAs. So John, first off, thanks for being here today, man.
1: Oh, thank you, Joyce, man. What a pleasure. And what a pleasure the past quarter has been working with you. Well,
0: Honored, honored to hear you say that, man. Well, but before we dive in, tell everybody a little bit more about what your law firm does because it's really amazing the impact that you're making. Um, and I think that the more you share the story of what your firm does, the just the I feel like it's a really inspiring practice area, vision, and way that you're really impacting the
1: world. Sure. So. We're an estate plan law firm. Uh, We do general estate planning and we do probates and guardianships and conservatorships. We do business planning and business consulting. And all of this ties in together to really do a holistic uh, approach to estate planning where we look at the entire family, the family dynamic. I have a son um, with autism. He's 33 years old and uh, So early on in this process i'd have discovered special needs planning as a part of estate planning Mm. and i discovered for me the just immense relief of pressure and anxiety that i was feeling about my son's future and what would happen to him if something were to happen to me or his mother where he would end up, if he would end up in some institution somewhere or, or some, you know, communal living uh, with, you know, caseworkers who really don't get him and know him. And so special needs planning just really just opened my eyes to all the possibilities and putting a place a plan in place for my son Mm. just was so eye opening. And I knew, as soon as I did that, that I had to share that with other families with children with special needs and give them you know that opportunity, share with them the knowledge and the information that I had gained and so I shifted my focus to uh, even though we're a general estate planning firm, our focus is on working with families um, with children with special needs, and it's just been one of the most gratifying and rewarding decisions that i've ever made uh the families uh you know many of them don't know what they don't know they don't know what they need and when i have the opportunity to sit in front of them and and educate them and show them what they need and how it impact their family and how it will relieve them of the burdens that they don't even realize they're carrying sometimes uh, uh, I mean, that's just there's nothing like it uh, to, yeah. to see that, that come forward and to see them embrace that and to, uh, to come at, af- after we sign our documents, I mean, so many of them, they hug me, they cry, they're so relieved and they're so thankful and so full of gratitude um, for what we've been able to do for them. And so that's, that's my driving force uh, behind everything I do. And it's interesting because we <clears throat> a lot of people, a lot of estate planners who think about special needs planning, think of it in the terms of, well, they need a special needs trust. Mm-hmm. And the way we look at this is, like I said before, it's more holistic. We look at the entire family, the family dynamics, their social circles, their, um, the, the benefits that they receive, the benefits that they need. Uh, many of these families don't have large social circles, so we had to go out and, and, and find other resources for them. Mm-hmm. And many of these families are single income because one parent has had to stay home with the child their entire life. And so resources are sometimes um, an issue. And also because of that, many of these families are business owners because they've discovered that if mm-hmm. they start their own business, then they have some more flexibility with their children. And so
0: oh, that's fascinating. Bringing it in,
1: yeah. And, and so bringing in all of these elements of working with um, you know, business owners and, and uh, guiding them and helping them create uh, their, their entities and build up their business and have clarity in how that business is going to support their child and support their family. I mean, it's just, it's a really interesting area to be able to practice. Yeah,
0: John, it's, it's yeah. really amazing how much of an impact you're making for these families with special needs. And I think you're such a good example of an impact-driven business owner who just happens to be a lawyer.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. I just happen <laughs> to be a lawyer. The, my, my law degree and my, my license allows me to do what, what I do. Yeah, Um, that absolutely does not define what I do. Um,
0: Well, it seems it seems to me like that almost creates or or worsens a potential issue that a lot of lawyers have, because so many lawyers are perfectionist by nature and Mm -hmm. law school only drills that into us even more. But when you come at your firm from such a place of having a real passion and impact for what you want to do, it seems like the cost of there being mistakes or not serving your clients as effectively as you possibly can would be particularly uncomfortable for you. So, you know, the, the title of this episode, we decided on the art of letting go. I loved this idea for you because I would imagine that the idea of, of bringing on virtual assistants and team and, starting to delegate more and allow for more mistakes to maybe happen could be a heightened concern of yours than the already high concern for most business owners.
1: Yeah. I mean, so when I started my firm, it was just me. Mm -hmm. And um, as things got busy, I brought on a full-time assistant and, we've had our ups and downs in the firm. And, and during, there's one point uh, during the COVID period where we shut down our office and let everybody go. And mm-hmm. I started over all by myself and started building the team again. And so I've been through, you know, some iterations and uh, the, I think throughout all of that, I've had a very real sense of, Duty and responsibility to the community I serve, and making sure that the people I bring onto the team share that vision and that passion. Um, but it's always been my duty to those clients and those families. Yeah. And <clears throat> I've, you know, I've had coaches for you know the past five years, and. I don't think there's a coach out there who's told me, who hasn't told me Johnny need to bring on some, you know, some virtual assistants or, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I've been very, very resistant because I felt like that if I weren't able to interact with them on a daily basis in person, see what they're doing and have input into those processes and, you know, and, 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 and the product of their work that I would lose that control. And I, I could, you know, the quality could suffer or, uh you know things could just pass, you know slip through the cracks, and i wouldn't necessarily be aware of it and so i 've been resistant and i've always you know been uh, tried to hire local people where mm-hmm. and and be involved in in everything you know this is my law firm uh these are my my community this is my not just my special needs community this is my you know geographic community and uh my reputation is at stake in and so uh, I know, you know, one, one of my coaches, you know, for the past year has been just like, you know, Johnny need to bring on some VAs and, and it's, you know, it's good for the profit line. It's, you know, it's good for you. And it's good. They're going a lot of this work off your, off your plate. And I just couldn't bring myself to, to let go of that, uh, that need to be in, in control. Uh, so, it is yeah, well, I mean, meaty, you know, if
0: if, it. if we just kind of give everybody the spoiler alert that eventually yeah. you did say yes to I, that you're doing a good job of it what what was the thing that changed for you or maybe the the mm-hmm. the bigger cost of not taking action on this that made you say you know what I am going to say yes to this and start hiring some
1: virtual assistants so it it was, it wasn't just like an an overnight thing or it wasn't one big trigger. Um, when I looked at what was available, a lot of the VA programs and that were out there, I just didn't feel comfortable with, um, Hmm. hiring another service to hire the VA and, and, and running it through that. I didn't, I I just couldn't bring myself to, to embrace that. And so, uh, I had looked at another program where, you know, they teach you how to hire your own VAs and, uh, but it was really cost prohibitive. And I was like, I just don't want to do that. Mm. Um, and it had a lot of elements in the program that I already had in place and I would be spending money on things I didn't need. And yeah. I discovered your program. And mm. one of the things that I liked about it was that, um, uh, you acted more like a VA broker than a VA, uh, uh, you know, agency, and yeah. that you you know you helped put me in touch, and I was like, I think I can do that. I'll have direct interaction with the, the VAs. Uh, I get to interview them, and I get to you know uh, you know make that selection. Um, and I think just actually watching the material that you were producing and how you talked mm-hmm. about it allowed me to begin to be open to the idea even Mm -hmm. when i joined your program i was still resistant i was still like uh we're gonna take this one day at a time and so uh, i took the leap and i decided you know what it won't hurt to try um it's basically we're set up on a 90-day you know trial period and worst thing that can happen is you know, I, I'm committed for 90 days. If it doesn't work out, I'll say I told you so and I'll move back to my old ways. Yeah. Uh, best case scenario is I discover something that I didn't know before, and so uh, I, I can't tell you, Joey, just how thrilled I have been. Um, mm-hmm. and kind of you know what an idiot I feel like sometimes for <laughs> waiting so long uh, because. The the VAs that you guys put me in touch with, um, your your screening program I think it was very effective. Really put me into to VAs that fit what I was looking for, uh, and I interviewed uh, I believe seven uh, potential uh, candidates, and Three. every single one of them would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. I, I did. I, there wasn't anyone that I was like, oh no, no way. Uh, I really had to look at them closely and and, uh, make decisions, um, on really fine points, um, mm. that, uh, some of it is really just on fit, um, personality and, uh, work style. Um, I ended up hiring, uh, two, you know, I know, like, I think you even said like, you know, hire two VAs, I'm like, maybe kind of have them do the same thing. And, you know, if you need yeah. to let one go, I, I actually took it a step further and said, I'm not going to do that. I hired one VA um, who's very analytical, process oriented, very systematic in everything that she does. Uh, and I actually interviewed her twice. And just like, this, this is the one I need. So one of the things on my elevator chart, which if your viewers aren't aware of that as part of your system um, is getting rid of, of uh, certain tasks that you shouldn't be doing. And, and so I said, she's the one for like three of the things that I'm doing now that I think I can hand over to her and she can take control and she's just done an astounding job. Uh, She continues to amaze me every day uh, when she, she uh, slacks me at the end of the day. And so this is what I've accomplished. She's posting things in my Google drive, you know, for me to review. And and then I I look at them like, I don't really have anything. You know, these are great Um, minor little corrections, just, from my personal perspective, but nothing at all. I I just can't believe the quality of work that she's doing. And I specifically hired the other one uh, because she's more of a creative Mm -hmm. and artistic person. And I was really looking for someone to uh, help build up our uh, Facebook uh, group um, when we do YouTube videos, doing cover art. Uh, in editing videos and she that's totally in her wheelhouse and she loves to do it she's it's the kind of thing that she can do for hours and forget that she's actually getting paid for and so she's um on that side of things so when I look at the things that I wanted to unload off of my duties I just started checking boxes and both of them are just moving through their their 90-day mastery program so seamlessly um, you know, they, I would say that that competency they're done, they're in the proficiency phase. And, uh, I have no doubt that it's going to move right into mastery and I'll be able to completely let go of those. those oh, tasks. I love uh, so, I yeah.
0: Wanna, I want to go back to what we're talking about here. This 90 day training system of taking people from competency to proficiency to mastery, because. I think this ties in with this broader theme of the art of letting go and taking this risk of hiring VAs. One of the most common things that we hear is, well, I'm afraid of just sending something to someone and yeah. then met your job. And that's a very understandable concern. And we, as, as you see, have gone through our program, we don't recommend a set it and forget it approach to delegating to your team. And so if, for anybody out there who, who like John has been throughout his history, is like, okay, I want to start bringing on a team. That's one of the biggest mistakes that you can avoid right there of implementing, whether it's 90-day or 30-day implementation or training plans, where it's, uh, it's not a, hey, we're going to send you this one Word doc or Loom video or whatever and expect you to be a master overnight and more of, hey, but, We are going to keep the training wheels around this ongoing project for a while. Make sure that you feel really comfortable and confident uh, before we step away and have that experience of them, you know, riding the bike for the first time.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, I think that was really the key point in going through your program that allowed me to Say okay, I can do this, um, knowing that there there was actually a structured approach to getting them through that competency, proficiency, and mastery, uh, and that I would know when they got into that mastery, you know, part mm-hmm. that I would be comfortable. Um, and I, without that structure, I think that was really my biggest fear: was how do I delegate a task uh, to somebody that, you know. Mm-hmm. I I don't know and and you know and trust that it's going to be done and so that that 90 day you know training period you know uh just help take that pressure off and and uh so now it's been about 30 days and I've seen them develop the competency yeah they are taking they're already you know taking uh Um, control and and ownership um, of these processes and they're starting to communicate with the rest of the team and getting, bringing them into them. They're developing loom videos to start to show the rest of the team what they've done and and how it works, how to integrate it, because everything, the things that they are doing are things that I have been doing. They haven't been things that other team members have been doing. And so, you know, now with these guys, we're bringing the whole the whole team together with a process that my VA has really created and developed under you know my my guidance. And but it's theirs now, and uh, it's it's <laughs> it's a game changer. It really uh, is a game changer. Yeah.
0: And we were saying before mm-hmm. you went live that. There are a few VAs or or teammates that you're now wanting to elevate into positions of management and maybe in the future Mm -hmm. leadership. And I just want to underscore what you're saying here, because the real snowballing of time and, and impact and leverage starts to come when now you have a team that's gone through this 90 days to mastery or whatever training process they know, that method and they can start training new teammates on it instead of you being in that manager
1: role. Right. Right. Yeah. And, um, when I actually sat down with my, uh, local team, told them that we were, I was hiring the VAs and bringing them in. I, I, was, I let them know that that was kind of the, the ultimate goal was that the VAs, um, would be working on, on some of these things that I've been doing. They would be bringing those back and that all of us as a team would be ensuring that all these processes um, are properly documented um, either through video capture or on paper, whatever is appropriate, Um, and that the purpose of that was that as we bring in more team, as the firm grows, that they will have tools at their disposal to be able to orient and train new people without having to sit with them, you know, side by side um, that these processes will be in place and these training programs will be in place. Um, Yeah, it's been, everybody's excited about it. And everybody's, you know, we're all, it's it's a transition for all of us. Uh, The whole idea, you know, me letting go of things is growth and transition for me as well as for my team um, they're having to get used to, you know, the kind of a new culture actually, uh, within the firm. And so, you know, my role as a leader of the firm is to set the example. And, uh, so they're, they're all on board. They're all just, we're all growing together and we face the challenges every day that come with, you know, communication and expectations and, Uh, letting go and taking responsibility and releasing responsibility, granting authority, all of that is, you know, every day we just, we just deal with it. And I think this is the biggest win right here. And I
0: know it's not the sexiest thing to talk about. And a lot of business owners would rather just talk about the growth metrics or whatever, but man, I can just relate so much to looking at a culture shift and seeing okay, now not only is the team on track to be hitting certain milestones and metrics that we want to hit, but everyone is really starting to enjoy the yeah. journey.
1: No, I would agree with that. Um, the I was talking to to one of my team members uh, a couple of days ago, and. There's, there's an individual that I kind of have my eyes on to ultimately kind of bring in as the COO or the integrator uh, for the firm. Awesome. And I was just telling her about it. Uh, she's my personal assistant. We, we talk every day uh, about things that are going on. And she made a comment to me you know, I, because I said, you know, I said, I need that. I, I'm a visionary. I, I need an integrator to really handle all of this stuff and to give you guys the support that you need. And she said, Yeah, we need that. And it mm-hmm. boy, it hit me hard. I don't think she understood how deep what she said to me really was. Mm-hmm. But what she was telling me was that they needed the structure and accountabilities that an integrator or CEO would bring to them. Because I'm not that person by nature. I, I My mind is a thousand different directions at once. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike Michalowicz, who I, I love his stuff, you know, he talks about how, you know, his team, he gives them whiplash all the time because he's always coming in with a new idea. And they it finally told him, like, Mike, you know, put your new ideas in the toy box. We'll get out and play with them later. We can't do this. Yeah. And my guys are always let me John toy box you know <laughs> and so um they actually like are like getting me this like little treasure chest with gold coins in it. it's like here write it down and put it in your treasure chest because they're valuable but we got to get them out later and yeah. so uh just this whole process though of identifying the tasks and the the managers and the leaders and you know the the potential integrator um Finding their roles more clearly, and I've shared the the elevator chart with them. I've shared the task. I've shown them where they are on it, and um, given them the the you know the the game plan. To, you know, look at everywhere my name is, and my our goal is to get me out of that. You don't want me in there. I am not the best person to be doing all of that, and it's not moving forward. And so they're excited about trying to find ways to move me out as well. And yeah, that's great. So, yeah, I think, but when she said that to me, I was like, you know what? Yeah, this whole if, if nothing else, what it's done is it's kind of brought me down to that place of saying, all right, I have to get this to a place where I'm out, they're in, and they're doing what they know how to do. They have the competency, proficiency, and mastery to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have to micromanage what they're doing. Obviously, there's accountability, but it's not the day-to-day, John, may I, can I, how should I kind of stuff that we've been dealing with prior to this. Mm -hmm.
0: One thing that we, we talked about before we went live that I think really just is a great transition from how we talk about you getting out of all of these places in the elevator chart and the team chart is see what you told me was that it feels like you're working the same amount of hours, but the you are now spending your time on more valuable tasks and projects. And absolutely. what that tells me is that you're effectively increasing your hourly rate.
1: right absolutely. yeah um, I was surprised when I saw the the, the team chart, how many things that i thought i had delegated but i was still holding on to and that were occupying my time and energy and attention in a way that was not benefiting anyone um, uh, least of all me and so working out how to transition that away um and focusing on value-added tasks for the firm absolutely uh We're in the middle of a growth phase, actually. And part of all of this was I I realized that I have to have this team in place and I have to have these systems in place in order to have a strong foundation for the next growth phase. And so we're in the middle of expanding into another state, uh, expanding to cover our entire state. And so I've been able to refocus my time and energy into those projects that are uh, moving the 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 firm into growth rather than just the day to day grind of uh, of running a business yeah. uh, so I'm looking forward to i it's just you know every day is a journey and uh I look at that within that journey every day is an adventure and so mm. the things that come you know Eyes are on the horizon, eyes are on the goal, but just enjoying every day that that uh, we go through a new, a new step, a new growth um, together. That's so good, uh, enjoying and...
0: that adventure. When I know inside the program, we do a lot of like three year vision casting and mm-hmm. thinking about, especially in terms of that elevator chart. What are the roles that you want that you want to hold on to three years from now? Remind me and let the the, the viewers and listeners know, three years from now, what are the certain roles in the company that you still want to hold on to?
1: The only thing that I can see that I would want to hold on to would actually be CEO, mm-hmm. visionary, and the, not the leadership role in growth and business development, but, as actually a player within that role, yes. to support the leadership there, um, so that you know participating in developing marketing strategies and plans, but uh, only as a as a player, not as the 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 leader and the process manager. Uh, so other than that, fulfillment and operations. I don't want anything to do with that. I'll, I'll let my my COO or my integrator handle all of that, so awesome. and just 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 be involved in helping to build the vision and grow. You know, participate in whatever way that I'm needed to help grow the firm. Yeah, um,
0: that's awesome. And when you think about that future of just being the CEO, and I love the way you you said it—just being a, a key player on the growth team. Yeah. Do you have a sense of about how many hours a week that would require of you?
1: Boy, um, I really don't. I, I love to work, so yeah. uh, uh, I think require of me, I would say probably less than thirty. Um, what I anticipate being involved, um, you know, it's kind of funny because time takes a new dimension when you're at the top. Yeah. Um, and so I don't really even pay attention to time. I, if I don't even, I I couldn't even tell you how many hours I actually work every day because Yeah. yeah, I, I might be at work for 12 hours, but I may have done personal stuff for half the day and I don't even know. I don't, it's just all, Runs together. Well, I
0: I ask because uh... if we do fast forward to this future where, let's say, you are spending within the roles that you said, maybe 30 hours Mm -hmm. a week. Now you have a choice, right? Mm -hmm. Do you, to the extent that you want to fill the rest of those quote unquote working hours, doing work? Do you want to find new places in the elevator chart to say, "Oh, yes, I want to do this," or "I want to do more of this," or is there another business that you want to start?
1: Definitely what another business I want to you? start. There's there I've got you know other business ideas that are um, in my toy box, uh, right. just waiting for the right time, and uh, I've got oh just so many things that I see in the future. I I I would actually for this firm, I would love to actually see my role diminish to a point where, um, I'm the spokesperson and visionary and, uh, participating in vision setting and, and some strategy, but, um, I would, I've got other things that I would love to just jump into and start the process anew new, um, with some other ventures. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, guys wide open for me and it's, yeah, it's it's
0: so awesome john i'm so excited for you and you know we can we can start to wrap up soon i really respect and appreciate your time i know that uh time is of the essence <laughs> uh
1: when my time is yours joy right now I, I could do this all day uh well so. i
0: appreciate it john i'm i'm curious um you know we as, as you may or may not know, we used to take the program that you joined, Supercharged CEO, we would run it in live cohorts. Mm-hmm. Due to the demand and the interest and people that we're talking to, our team actually took time over the past couple of weeks to change it to an evergreen rolling admission program. I say that, John, because we're starting to hop on phone calls, message more with people who are thinking about joining, uh, to the extent that that we are talking with people who are hearing about this kind of team building program, the the nine uh, or the three month experience that you went through, and they're on the fence about moving forward. Maybe they have these trust issues of letting go, like, like you can relate to what, if you were on the call with us, what would you say about your experience and your recommendation for them?
1: Yeah. Um, especially if you, you're one of those people that are having trust issues and letting go of control um i would say this program gives you the foundations to work with to know that when you're moving forward through the program you're not just seeding control you're transitioning uh through a, a structured process all of these things that are holding you back from being the business owner that you want to be, um, the, I knew I was being held back, but I didn't know how to, to let go of the things that were holding me back. And I think this program it just gave me the structure and the permission to do so. And it comes to really, you know, one of the things that, that, you know, Joey, you, you talk about so often is uh, the trust and inspire. You, you, you can't make this transition if you can't create that change in your own mind that of trusting and inspiring your team rather than command and control. I thought I was trusting and inspiring them. And I realized as I went through that there was a lot of, the old command and control tendencies left over from my my prior years. And so I think that when you bring together all the elements, it's not just a program. It's it's a mind shift and it's it's a complete opportunity to to look at yourself, look at your team and create a new way you know it's a paradigm shift i should guess you should say and and how you 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 look at things uh part of that time is spent looking in the mirror and uh really evaluating yourself and once that happens i think that's when you're able to look at your team and uh think about how can i make these shifts from a new perspective and uh, a new a new grounding point and i would just say um you know you're you would be really selling yourself short if you don't give yourself the opportunity to do it you know your results you know your your gaze in the mirror may be different and your your outcome may be different but you if you don't take the step and just you know give yourself the opportunity to grow and change and grow your team uh, i think it'll be something that you'll probably regret uh, you probably would wake up some mornings going, why didn't I do that? <laughs> I should have just done it. And uh, I, I you can't go wrong. W- you know, worst case scenario is you grow.
0: Mm. Well, you guys heard from John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. I really appreciate it. And I'm I'm so thrilled with the the breakthroughs, the the game-changing moments, the the shifts to more of that trust and inspire leadership for your team. And I know that the more that you can, like I said, increase your hourly rate as you delegate more, then the the growth goals that you're setting for the business are inevitable because you're when you just look to your actual calendar or just the past of your time being used, you you are more and more spending your time on those higher and higher value tasks.
1: Oh, absolutely! Um, yeah, and it's really interesting i guess i don't pay attention but my wife actually said you've been coming home earlier every day i was like really so yeah yeah usually getting home like around seven o'clock and you've been getting home at five five thirty I'm like okay it, you know must be the evidence uh because uh I can say, I, I never really paid that much attention, but my, you know, our wives pay a lot more attention than oh, we do. So goodness, that's uh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, cool when, when you man. listen to, when you listen to your wife and she's, she's making comments <laughs> about changes in your life, you're like, all right, she knows me better than I do. So
0: yeah, we can, we can end on that note of wisdom <laughs> from the wife, John, Absolutely. thanks again for being here for your time. Uh, if, as you know, whatever I can do to continue to support you in the future, um, and if, if anybody who is watching the live, the replay, the podcast version of this episode, and you're like, man, John's story was just super inspiring, uh, feel free to to reach out to let us know, Will, we can tag John. John, what's a good way for people to get in contact with you if they just want to sure. learn more about your, your firm or follow you on social?
1: Yeah. So um, on Facebook, we are... Um just terabella law that's t-e-r-r-a-b-e-l-l-a terabella law um everyone's mail me it's just john at terabella and i'd love to see um any questions anybody has uh for me you're welcome to call the office if you just want to talk to me um and i can give you that number it's just five two zero seven six six zero one four five if you have any questions like hey you know john i'm thinking about joy's program i'd be Happy to talk to you about it.
0: Thanks, man. (laughs) Thanks so much, John. And keep up the awesome work.
1: Thank you, Joey. Thanks for everything. Look forward to the future with you.
0: All right. Bye, everybody. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode of the Business Growth Advantage with me, Joey C. Vitale. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see y'all next week.